Welcome back to Going for Two with Jack Taylor. My name is Jack Taylor. My name's Hunter Two. And we are coming to you guys on a Thursday afternoon. And um, looking forward to a good weekend of baseball. What do, what do you have on the schedule today, Hunter? Okay, so we're going to talk about Vanderbilt series. Uh, mm-hmm. Depending on who you are, it was a good weekend. Yeah. But uh, Mississippi State fans, no one will think it's a good weekend at all. Yeah. Should have swept them. I mean, how we we had the lead in every game and just couldn't hold on. Why didn't we get Landon in there? Yeah, I mean, first <laughs> inning against uh, Vandy against Kumar. Why didn't we just get Landon up? Should have just got Landon. Up. I don't I don't understand it. Everyone, that is sarcasm. Yeah, just, just we did it. exactly what we needed to. We're still on track to be a host, national seed, everything that we need to be, want to be. Uh, we're still on track for it, so okay. perfectly fine. That's then, that's our opinion on that. Then we're gonna talk about the Texas A and M series. Mm-hmm. Don't have much to talk about them because they're Texas A&M, weird cult school. But <laughs> yeah, and then we're gonna have look, look. It's draft day, so we're we're gonna have a little bit of a fun segment yeah. in there. Excited and then um, Jack's going home, and I'm going home, so we're gonna we're gonna kind of preview the rest of the season. But we will be back for the postseason. Mm-hmm. We're going, looking forward to that. Yeah, so. and I mean honestly, down the stretch, the Mizzou and Alabama episodes were gonna be tough to do. Yeah. I mean, we're only missing out on two episodes, and yeah, yeah. I mean, looking forward to the end of the season. We have a very favorable back half of this SEC schedule, uh, with the exception of South Carolina, who's just a top fifteen team. Um, but pretty much, you know, every every series is manageable, and so I think that you know, our our episodes would start to get repetitive anyway. So, uh, looking as we look forward, the SEC tournament, regionals, super regionals, and uh, hopefully Omaha. I mean, that's that's when we'll be back and uh, recording again. So. Yeah. So, Jack, I know you don't have this prepared, but hit me with a Thursday afternoon motivation. All right. So, um, it's a little... I was expecting to not have to do this since we're not going to post this on Friday morning, but um, I just do want to offer a congratulations to everyone who graduated. <laughs> uh, do, I want to say... I mean, motivate you. Congratulations, Congratulations, yeah. Uh, congratulations on doing well this semester, uh, the last four years, whatever. Uh, doing well in finals. And if you're listening to this and haven't taken your finals yet, or you haven't taken a final in 20 years, um, congratulations on that. And good luck if you haven't taken them yet. So uh, me and Hunter are done with school for the semester, and uh, so is all of Mississippi State. And uh, summer's looking good. So. Yeah. That, that was a pretty good one. You, you really pulled that out of nowhere. Yeah. Didn't go to a graduation today or anything, so. So with that being said, let's get into the Vanderbilt series. All right. <sighs> Main thing, we had a chance in every game, which yeah. is a good showing for us. Mm-hmm. And I'm sad that we didn't get two out of three. Yeah, I had a real chance to do it, especially on Sunday. I mean, you look at the Friday game, and uh, we did score in the first inning, like we did in every series. Rowdy started us off really well, but um, you know, Kumar just kind of settled in and. Pitched a complete game, his second complete game of the year, or maybe of his career actually. Um, so hate that have had to come against us, but it really was just fun watching him play, um, watching him pitch. It's He's just, special. Yeah, I mean, but uh, going into this, we knew that him and Lighter were a really special, uh, like a really good one-two punch, and um, Kumar was the better pitcher of those two this weekend. Yeah, um, C-Mac looked really, really good in this. Uh, oh, me, yeah. me and you were sitting there watching. It. We we're like, who? Who is this C-Mac? Yeah. And, and then the fourth inning started. Mm-hmm. And that was a steep fall off. Yeah, it, it was really tough to see because, um, I mean, it's probably the best start that he's had. You know, first three innings at least. 
Um, he just looked dominant. Every every pitch he had control of, and um, he just got to that you know two outs in the fourth inning and just couldn't go any further. Yeah. It was just like he hit a brick wall, and Vanderbilt's offense kind of became what we what we expected going in. Mm-hmm. Expecting them to be a really solid offense, and you, they smell blood, and they're going to attack. So. Yeah. Um, one positive out of this game, Stone Simmons uh, appears to be for real. Yeah. That that his showing in those three innings was great. Uh, he kind of got roughed up out there when he went out for the fourth inning. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, honestly, I thought that this was going to be an like I hated to think like this, but I thought it was just going to be like uh, this game we have no chance. Lamona sees the writing on the wall, whatever. When he sent uh, Stone Simmons out there, I thought we would see a more premier name come out of there. But he went three, three uh, in a third, and just looked really, really strong. And I'm looking forward to that being a, another asset for us in yeah. the postseason and moving forward. So, um, what else do you have for us on that game? I mean, mm-hmm. Rowdy is on fire right now. It, yeah. it seems like that's that's about all our offense did in that game. I know Cameron James had an RBI. Well, actually. Yeah, had an RBI later in the game. Yeah, I think Cameron and uh, Hancock just kind of put it together a little something in the ninth inning, but obviously it wasn't much. We lose that game 6-2, to two, and uh, like I said, Kumar just was the story of that game. Just looked electric, and um, I thought that was – I thought after that we were going to see another dominant pitching performance from Vanderbilt with Jack Leiter going on Saturday, but as we saw um, – Will Bedner. Oh, my goodness. Dude, who's that ESPN didn't say his name? <laughs> They didn't show Will Bender's dad's tweets throughout the entire game. I I, I don't get it. I, I, Where was Will Bender's dad sitting? Did he change seats throughout the game? He he. You know, uh, did he pitch in the MLB? His brother does. They they mentioned him once, I think. <laughs> uh, Jack Leiter. Yeah. Gives what? up a home run to our leadoff batter, and that was just kind of setting the table for a, what a, probably his worst outing of the year. I would say uh, our offense just really took every opportunity that we had against him um and my goodness it was fun yeah it, it was really it, it, it kind of got spoiled from because i feel like if we're just watching that with like a pretty okay even vanderbilt's uh tv crew i feel like i enjoy that game more but so much of it was just making me dislike jack Leiter. yeah on all accounts is a good guy like seems yeah. like cool guy great pitcher mm-hmm. all business guy but, but i mean the story of this series, and I know, I'm not going to say that it cost us a game or anything because Kumar was just dominant, but uh, especially in this game, I noticed Jack Leiter was getting calls that like MLB veterans get. Like he's, this is his first complete year in college baseball, and he's getting calls that you know MLB umpires give to, like I said, MLB veterans, and he was he's starting to expect them too. So like they don't give him a pitch on the outside corner, and he's jumping around like. And Will Bedner didn't get a single call the entire night. It was night. horrible. And he outdueled <laughs> Pitching Ninja was out there defending us. Yeah, he outdueled uh, Leiter. There's no question about it. Had his best start of the year. And um, with, with all the nation's eyes on him, he made a, a couple million dollars. I'm I didn't sure. know Bedner was that much better than Jack Leiter. <laughs> uh, a, a trend we're starting to see that I'm really starting to enjoy is that um, Will Bedner pitches really well on the road. And so... I mean, I wish he would kind of pick it up and start pitching better. At you know the best thing about the postseason? <laughs> Most of it's on the road. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I mean, we shouldn't host. Hey, Kendall, can we just not host? <laughs> uh, no, but um, 
Bloodletter looked really, really good. I heard early in the week, last week, like before this series happened, that the way to beat Vanderbilt and their pitchers is to hit home runs. And so Rowdy hit one to start the game, and Logan Tanner. My prediction for player of the weekend last week, can't hit a slider to save his life, but <laughs> Jack Leiter hung a breaking ball, I think, and Logan Tanner didn't miss it. Hit it over the green monster and showboated a little bit with the bat flip, a wave to right field, blowing Blue the kiss kisses. to the Vander- <laughs> Vanderbilt football team, and um, my goodness, that, he was... This was an insanely fun game. Yeah. Um, my player of the week, I have a curse, Yeah. and Jack can speak to this. Um, so when he came in for that two-thirds of an inning... And got kind of roughed up. Yeah. I said, I relinquish him from being my player of the week. Yeah. And then he comes out the next two innings and is as dominant as he's ever been. Yeah. I don't understand what is wrong with me. I am actually cursed. Yeah. It makes no sense. So the, the way our pitching went this week, or in that game, Saturday game, so Bedner went five, which might not seem like a dominant pitching performance, but he struck out eight and... You just had to watch his confidence on the mound. He was just so good that day. Mm-hmm. And then gave up a couple of um, base runners in the sixth inning. So he did make it into the sixth. And we went to Preston, who went one and a third. And then uh, after he got in a little bit of trouble, we turned the ball over to Landon, who was really shaky to start. But a lot of people were just saying that's a, that you can just test that to just uh, him coming in in a situation that he's not used to. We saw him coming in the seventh inning which is which is rare anyway and with guys on base all the people different. that were on gene's page in the fourth like oh we should have got landon in yeah we get landon in and they're like we just wasted landon for the series yeah i mean th- that all but guaranteed you that you're gonna get exactly what you need this weekend you know you're gonna Every, it guarantees you that one win everyone keep keeps on switching back and forth they're like um Lamonis needs to stop playing for the next game needs to play for this one this is him playing for this game. Yeah. This is him ensuring that we're going to win this game. Yeah. And and people didn't like that. I don't... And, and like we said earlier, with a favorable stretch, uh, you know, in the last half of SEC play, you know, all you needed in this game was a win. All you needed in this series was a win against Vandy. And uh, if you if you want to go back and look at series past, you can say, why didn't we just get one against Arkansas? But you can't think about that either. So you move forward, and, and you're really favorable, and you're going to win some series moving forward. And um, so getting that one game against Vanderbilt was huge. Yeah. It really was. Lotan had a great game. Mm-hmm. Landon had a great game. Bedner had a great game. And Enrique Bradfield Jr. is so fast. Yeah. The nation's leader in uh, stolen bases. We finally got to see that chess match between uh, a good base runner, a good base stealer, and Logan Tanner. And I mean, I'm not saying all of the plays were so close. They were so close, and they weren't even great pitches for uh, Lotan to throw him out on. Yeah. I mean, when Bedner was pitching, Bedner's kind of slow to the plate. I mean, doesn't have a really quick step to the plate, uh, and then was I think he was just stealing on breaking balls too. Mm-hmm. And so Lotan was just so close, but. <sighs> It, never, never did get it. It was so. hard seeing him not be able to throw to third at all. Yeah, that that was a little sad. Yeah, and still in third base is most of the time just off the pitcher. So it was it was kind of tough, especially yeah. on breaking balls. But uh, that's all we have for the Saturday game. So going into Sunday, we're really really confident after probably the best game we've played all year, um, pitching and offense wise. I would say against a really good team, and then moving on to Sunday. Uh, Fristo is our normal Sunday guy, and he was out there and really really started strong. What did you see from him? Fristo, I'm. We didn't think that we'd see three straight bad starts from him. Yeah. And and at the beginning, it didn't seem like we were going to. Yeah. I mean, he was perfect through three, and we're like, where has this Jackson been? Yeah. 
he was dominant mm-hmm. to start, and it just seemed like it just started to slip away, like, really, really fast. Yeah. So, this game, as we've said in the first two games, we scored in the first inning. We scored four runs. Scored three runs, excuse me. And then one and in the second. One in the second with the Tanner Allen home run. Uh, it looked really, really good. I mean, I thought this was going to be, I mean, it looked like it had the potential to be a blowout, you know, yeah. if, if Jackson could stay uh, like he was, but um, he just, second time through the batting order, Vanderbilt just kind of caught up to him, and um, Lamonis sticking with analytics, just left him in there one one batter too many. They hit a three-run home run, and as it's said so often, three-run home runs really do win baseball games, <laughs> and so it's crazy. I think this is a game. Uh, Brandon Smith wasn't here for the weekend. Mm-hmm. He was back home studying. Um, he's a, he's a business admin student. I don't think he was studying. Yeah, I think he was slightly injured. But Lamonis isn't gonna say that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think this is a situation where if we have Brandon Smith, yeah, I feel like we can kind of bridge to Hootie maybe because because Hootie's left-handed doesn't have as much velocity maybe. I mean, I understand the analytics probably were against Hootie coming in there because he is a fly ball pitcher, I feel like, and, and the home run might have happened either way. But who knows? Yeah. I, I, I will never understand baseball analytics, but I really do appreciate that Lamonis stick, sticks by them, even when I don't understand them. You know, I'm sure they help us way more than they hurt us. Yeah. Um, one thing that is back, and I, I don't love it, is the errors on defense. Yeah. Um, this game, I, we said earlier, or we said last week, that Vanderbilt is a really good team, and good teams can take advantage of errors, take advantage of anything that you, uh, runners left on base. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we left the bases loaded twice that I know of. That can kill you as yeah. a baseball team. And uh, Cameron James with two errors in this game, and Vanderbilt scored at least run, at least one run off of both of them. And then Rowdy misplaying a ball in center field for yeah. a triple. So it, it's just Vanderbilt scored a run on every single mistake that we made, and then we're, we're able to prevent the damage that we could have had, I think, in the first and third innings, if I'm not mistaken, and that just can't happen. Uh, moving forward, playing good teams or playing teams that are not as good. I mean, you yeah. just have to take advantage of every opportunity you have. And, um, but I think it did prove that if we play clean baseball, like I know we're capable of, we are a top three team in the country. I mean, everyone has the same challenge of playing clean baseball. Yeah. I and mean, it's not like we can't do it. We've done it. Mm-hmm. We, we did it Saturday. That's clean baseball. We can do it, and we can beat premier teams. And I think during this season, we've had two eight-game win streaks, and during those two, it looks like we can't be beaten. Yeah. And um, all that, most of that is because our offense is clicking and our defense is playing clean. And the, the main place where we see that was early in the year we saw – um, Cam James at shortstop had a few errors, got replaced by Forsyth, moved to third, and we're starting to see those errors happen again. So uh, if we can clean that up, I really do think that we have a good chance of being good late in the season. How but... dare you be confident in this team? I'm sure you're a Mississippi State fan. I did see on Twitter <laughs> that we are have the potential to make the, our best run ever. So <sighs> I don't know about that. That run goes a long way, I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, Man, it, it just it, it was frustrating, but I think that it's a confidence booster knowing that you went into Sunday, offense was clicking early, and if you just take advantage of a few more at-bats and uh, play some clean baseball, you literally have a series win at Vandy. And, I, I think it's And I good. hate looking at it like that, but it's true. I so. think it's good for the state of Mississippi State baseball that we went to Vanderbilt, had, the, had a chance in three games, won one. 
and are disappointed with what happened. Yeah. I, I, I feel like people's expectations are honestly about right. I kind of thought that most people would be like, yeah, if we get one, we're lucky against them. But yeah. it seems like the expectations are honestly about right. Yeah, and honestly, after the Friday game, um, which I went into it thinking that Leiter was a better pitcher than Kumar, and down the road he may be, but um, when we got shut down on Friday, I was like, oh, maybe we can win Sunday. But And so that's just a bad mentality on my part, I guess. But, I mean, we hadn't seen Leiter be as bad as he was. And then on Sunday, we're like, uh, on Saturday after we beat him, like, we're we like, might, we might never lose a game again. I, I mean, look at our schedule. Who's going to beat us? <laughs> And it was Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt will beat us. <laughs> Vanderbilt the very next day. Yeah. So that was it for that series. Like I said, we, we do take one from Vanderbilt, and um, that's that's good. Moving forward, that's fine. Uh, we don't have a midweek this week, I guess, finals or Yeah, there's whatever. some rule about that. Yeah, so uh, no midweek. Uh, so didn't get to watch any more baseball. Uh, but moving forward, we do have Texas A&M coming to Starkville. And, um, man, I, I don't have much to say about this team. <laughs> Please let us sweep. Please. I mean... Looking at our schedule, it's probably, I guess you could throw in Auburn in there, but um, at this point, it's the most obvious sweep that I, I can see. So, mm-hmm. and, I, and I know that's, I'm jinxing it. We might get swept now that I've said that. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, they're 5-13 and 13 in conference. They have lost they series. some ugly losses this, year, this they, season. They've lost series to Missouri. They got swept by Alabama. Um, Randomly beat Georgia. I, I Got swept by Florida. I mean, it's just, it's not looking good for the A&M team this year. So, uh, coming to Starkville, doesn't seem like it would be a, a good trip for them, but who knows. Yeah. Um, what are the pitching matchups looking like? So, on Friday, it's uh, McLeod versus Dustin Sands. Looks right to me. Yeah, he's a left-handed pitcher with a 3.97 ERA. Mm-hmm. Don't know much about him. I do know that we struggle against lefties every now and then, but I don't think he's going to be Doug Nikhazy, so... Hopefully not. Uh, maybe maybe we'll be fine there. Uh, McLeod, looking forward to seeing another good start from him, and maybe he can get deeper than he did the other day. Maybe yeah. Five or six innings. And then Saturday, we have Bender versus Bryce Miller, right-handed pitcher. Yeah. 4.91 ERA. Saturdays have been kind of rough for him this year, it seems like. Yeah. Other than Georgia, I don't think they've won a Saturday game, and... Um, so, man, moving into Sunday where we've said uh, continuously, and I don't know when we're going to stop saying this, but I feel like Sundays, I mean, who's going to have a better Sunday starter? Maybe we should stop saying that. Maybe we should. Um, my, I know we didn't touch on this a lot, but Fristo, like we said, he's had a, had a couple bad starts in a row, and it's not that he starts bad. Uh, other than Auburn, I think he's pitched a good two or three innings against everybody that he's pitched. Um, so I'm thinking that, you know, Fristo, great the first time through the order, but after that, just need to have a really short leash on him. And as long as the first two games go about the way that we want them to, bullpen wise, I, I think treat Sundays as a bullpen game every time. Yeah. And unless unless you see that Fristo is just dealing, but I mean, go into it with the mentality that you know four or five guys are probably going to pitch, and mm-hmm. I, then I really don't see many people beating us on Sundays or game threes whenever they are. Yeah, Detmer is the new Sunday starter. Um. Last Sunday, they lost to Tennessee seven to twenty. That's so, tough. So, so there, so there's something for everyone around here. And um, just so you know, Tennessee is not one of the best offensive teams in the SEC. So, hanging twenty runs on another SEC team uh, says a lot. But that, that that's tough. It really is. Okay, so that's all that we have. We, we went in Texas A&M. We didn't have a lot of content. Yeah. 
that's how much we have. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going into their offense. We haven't gone into many teams' offenses, and I'm not going to start Texas A&M. Yeah. And it may sound like we're discounting them, but we just don't know. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, they can come in here and, and get a series win, but they have series losses to uh, Xavier, they have series losses to Missouri, like I said. And so, um, I'm the Abilene Christian. I guess as it, as it goes, as we just said, like you play clean baseball, you should get a sweep this weekend, and um, that's the, the this is the first years I've been like very confident, uh, confident enough to say that because you know the Auburn and Kentucky series, those were following us getting swept. So I was like, how how good are we really? Now I know that we're good, and if we take care of business, this shouldn't be a problem. Okay, so with that being said, I think it's time for our standout players. All right, who is yours? So I was tempted to say Rowdy just because he's on fire right now. You know, really, really good leadoff hitter. Um, couldn't pick anybody else on the team that I'd rather have leading off games. Uh, but I, I think he's going to stay hot regardless of if I say him or not. I do want Cameron James to have a huge weekend this weekend. Let's go um, more than one home run against A&M, and uh, I just think he has a huge weekend. Okay. And no errors. No errors. That's a big one. That that may be bigger than the two home runs. Yeah. Okay. uh, For my standout player. Uh Is this going to be ironic? No, it's not ironic. It's just someone that if I pick them and they're doing bad, it won't hurt the team so much. And I'm going to go with... It could be a smart pick. The reasoning is going to make sense. I'm going to go with Eric Sarantola. Okay. Coming Uh, out of the pen. Yeah, coming out of the pen. I feel like at some point we are going to have a 6-10 run lead in this series. Ideally. At at some point, it should happen, maybe. It could not, but I feel like this is the resurgence of Eric Sarantola. All right. That's a, that's a bold move. That's what I have. I like it. I, I am grasping for straws right here because I cannot get any picks right. Yeah. Uh, I like it. I like it. I really would like to see him uh, as the season moves towards postseason play uh, where pitching is pitching depth is really uh, at a premium. I, I really hope that we can get him in there because he's got the best stuff on the, on the staff. Yeah. There's, I don't think there's any question about that. When he's on, he is the best pitcher that we have, and I would love to see him be a pr- really big part of our team. So uh, I like the prediction, but uh, as we move into series prediction, as like, are we going to win? Are we going to lose? What you got for me? Uh, I'm going to go two one. You're going to say we win two one? Yeah. Okay. We win two one. I'm going to say sweep. Um, I just think, like I said, if we play clean baseball, we're going to take care of business. So I don't think there's. This is probably my most confident pick, but who knows what it's going to turn out to It'll be? It'll probably end up being the sweep since you picked them. <sighs> okay, and now it is time for our little fun segment of today. Yeah. Our draft extravaganza. As I put it on the script, it's not very extravaganza. So in honor of the NFL draft, we're going to say nothing about the NFL draft. Uh, we're actually, but we're going to say stuff about drafts. Yeah, we're actually going to draft um, a pitching staff uh, out of our own pitching staff. So me and Hunter will both pick five pitchers. We're going to pick two starters, two relievers, and a closer. Uh, just out of our um, multitude of pitchers, I think we've got like... 25 that have, that have thrown in games. So um, I think we are, you want to do rock, paper, scissors for this? Yeah, let's do rock, paper, scissors. All right. All right so I'm going to get first pick. There we go. And this uh, is snake draft. Snake draft. So I'll pick uh, first and then Hunter will get the next two. I'll get two, whatever. Okay. So my first pick, I'm going to pick my closer. I'm going to go Landon Sims. Okay. That, that's 
That's a seem like a pretty good pick. That's that's a pretty good pick. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go with Will Bedner and Christian McLeod right here. I'm gonna lock up my two oh, starters. <laughs> now I'm, I'm I'm still confident in Landon, but uh, you gotta get to him. <laughs> yeah. Um, if I hadn't picked him, you you would have. So yeah, you're right. Um, so my next two, I'm gonna say, give me Eric. Okay. So uh, you have the two best arms on the team right now. <laughs> yeah, and then give me Hootie. So now I have the best hips on the team. <laughs> All right, so okay, now my, you're up. Uh, my next two picks. Uh, I'm going to go Preston Johnson. I, I feel like that's a pretty safe one. Or yeah. There was different ways I could have gone with that. Okay. And I think with this one, I'm going to steal one from you. Parker's in it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, I mean, is he going to be your closer? Yeah, he's going to be my closer. Okay. Um... Man, that was my next bullpen arm. Um, so I'm going to have my last two picks right here. I'm going to say Brandon Smith. Surprised that he made it this far. Um, and I guess I have to have a starter. Um, give me Fristo. I guess that does make sense. Um, <laughs> there, there's a lot of ways I could go with this last pick right here. Yeah, I mean, we're. I could go for an experienced arm like Riley Self. Or a, or a nice drummer boy like Spencer, Spencer Price. Price, but I I think I'm gonna go safe with someone who had a good outing. I'm gonna go with Stone Simmons. Okay, be... got good size. It's pretty good. Okay, and then uh, my starters are Will Bender and Christian McLeod. My relievers are Preston Johnson and Stone Simmons, and my closer is Parker Stinnett. All right, I like it. My starters are gonna be. Ah, I can make Eric a starter if I want to, but. I'm not confident in him, even though he was my second overall pick. Um, I'm going to say Hootie and Fristo are my starters. Sarantola and Brandon Smith are my relievers. And then uh, for some reason, I'm going to put Landon at closer. So I- I've heard he may be good in that position. Yeah, uh, I think it's a good role for him. Yeah, it, it may be. He-, he may have the mindset for that. So if you're listening to this, if you've made it this far, um, why don't you DM us? Send us a send us a DM and just tell us who has the best pitching staff out of the out of us two, uh, and what what uh, changes you would have made or what picks you would have made. So that could be a little bit bit of fun interaction there. Uh, the best pitching staff that you can make during the draft with us. Uh, yeah, that that's what we got. You're welcome, NFL draft. That yeah. was our shout out <laughs> to you. Good luck to the state guys that are going to get drafted. Uh, probably not tonight, but. This week, um, dude, what you talking about? Kyle and day one, nope, nope, uh-uh, Errol, nope. <laughs> so, honestly, looking forward to seeing some more guys go from state to Sundays, and uh, but that's all that we're gonna say about that, okay? Not so, football season, it's it's time for the rest of the season to kind of wrap up. Uh, we're just gonna kind of talk about like what we need to do, what our expectations are for this, and yeah. uh, first on the list is a really good team, kind of parallel with us on like their quality. Um, South Carolina. Yeah. I mean, they've, they've had some big games. They've, uh, they won one against Arkansas. So I, I really thought they were going to take that series, and that would have been really fun. They have won one against Vanderbilt. Like, I, I just feel like they do parallel us. I mean, yeah. um, haven't quite won like a huge series yet, but I mean, are still they've, in the they've top They've taken 15. care of business yeah. and everything else. They're on pace to be exactly where they need to be. Probably going to be a host. Uh, not, not saying not, they're the team of destiny. Definitely not saying that, uh, but they're they're not gonna probably not gonna be a national seed. But they're definitely a top fifteen, gonna be a regional host, and they're gonna be a really fun team to look at going down the road. Um, what's your expectation for that? I mean, uh, honestly, we're I going have a, to South Carolina. Yeah, so. I have us going there and losing 
the series. series? Okay. Yeah. yeah, winning one, I feel like we can pull one out of somewhere. Yeah, yeah. That that's my expectation of that one, gotcha. uh, and I feel like that is still technically taking care of business. Mm-hmm. I don't think we can get swept by another team. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I don't think so either. Uh, after that, we go. Um, I think do we host Missouri? Is that right? Yeah, we host Missouri. Host Missouri, and um, just like we we're talking about with this A uh, and M series, I see that as a very sweepable series. Um, you know, Missouri's just not not a very good team this year, and uh, really haven't been great since they've been in the SEC. So um, coming to coming to Starkville, I don't see them having much success here. Um, what do you think about that one? I think it has to be a sweep for us. Yeah. Like you look at our schedule, we did it at the beginning of the season. And we were like, yeah, we, we can sweep this one. Yeah. Every time that we count up our SEC wins, I, I know it's not the smartest thing to do, but you, you count a sweep right yeah. here. I mean, with a, with a pretty talented team like we have, you can, you can almost look and say at least a series win here. And, yeah. And that's at least two added to your, your SEC win total. And so um, just another another sweep. And especially we'll, we'll be on track if we are able to sweep them if we come off of a loss uh, against South Carolina. Yeah. Uh, that, that would definitely get us back on track. And then going to the last weekend of the year, we're going to Tuscaloosa, making the long trip over there and facing Alabama. So um, what do you think about this series? Alabama is is really weird. They started SEC play really, really weirdly. Um, mm. They absolutely destroyed Arkansas in game one yeah. and then didn't the, the <laughs> next, next two, two games. games. Get swept by Ole Miss, I think, the next weekend. Yeah. Um, have swept A and M. Have I, I mean it's just all over the place. They, they see baseball series win against Auburn, which was big for them an in state uh, rival, obviously. Uh, but I wish we had an in state rival. Yeah, especially a team that would be competitive in baseball against maybe us. Jackson State. Maybe so. I heard we might see them in a regional. Yeah, but um, <laughs> you know, looking forward. I mean, and like we said, it's probably not the smartest thing to just count up future SEC wins or whatever. But um, if you win two out of the next four series then we finish the year 19 and 11 at least and so that's all but guarantee guaranteeing you a national seed uh hosting all the way through super regionals uh if you can take care of business in the regional uh say that we do drop a series um it more than likely it would be to south carolina that's the best team that we play at um for the rest of the year and um i, I just have a feeling that we're going to get at least one sweep out of these four series definitely have the potential to get two maybe even three and so uh you're definitely i say we definitely have 18 wins at the end of all of this uh could have you know upwards of 20 and so uh it just depends on how how well we're able to play and and how locked in we are and to, to get these sweeps instead of just going for winning the series yeah i, I completely <laughs> agree with that 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 was yeah 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 <laughs> And, and that really closes out our regular season, and we will be back for the postseason. SEC tournament, May 25th through May 30th. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to it. We'll be here. <laughs> Definitely, uh, I mean, hate that we're not going to be a, be here, but like we said, it would end up getting repetitive if we were coming back, you know, especially over the summer. We just, you know, don't really have much to talk about. about the, the Mizzou and Alabama one would I mean, be a tough as much one. as we had to say about A&M, we would have probably less to say about Missouri. The, and... the South Carolina preview episode would be probably the only one of any quality. Yeah. So um, looking forward to a really strong finish to the season. I, I think out of all the teams that are up at the top of the SEC, we have the easiest road out. out. I mean, just to end But if of the we year. get swept by Texas A&M and then South Carolina, we have to come back and start <laughs> doing episodes yeah. to save the season. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but like we were said, I mean, I think Ole Miss, Vandy, Arkansas, they all have really, I mean, 
for the most part, tough roads to end SEC play. I mean, they're, they're playing some tough competition. And Ole Miss was a serious loss against LSU. Didn't expect that one. Yeah. And so LSU may be back. Maybe so. I'm glad, like I said, I'm glad that we played them at the beginning of the that year. That was a really good take. <laughs> but uh, other than South Carolina, I think we have really three really manageable series wins and um, looking forward to just a really strong end of the season. So, yeah. Uh, I think we're going to move into some Instagram questions. Once again, thank you guys so much for sending those in. Uh, we sent out the prompt yesterday and uh, you guys were able to supply us with a little bit more content here to end the show. Okay. So, what do we have? Uh, from Brooks Taylor, Fristo can't seem to get it going. What do you do with Sunday? Give it to Harding or try Sarantola again since his midweek success. Um, I'm sticking with Fristo, and uh, it looks like Lamonis is sticking with him too. You Fristo know. and short leash. Yeah, I think I think Fristo on a short leash. If like like we said, if um, the first two games go like you want to bullpen wise, then there's no reason why we shouldn't go. You know, Fristo the first time through the batting order, and then short leash after that. So okay, and then uh, Jace Gallaby, do you think State will host, and if so, what teams will be making the trip to Starkville? Um, we host. I think we're definitely hosting a regional. Uh, I I say that we're gonna get a national seed, and I feel like Jackson State will be in our regional. Yeah, most of the projections that I've seen have us have us there. Um, my favorite uh, projection, I think, because most of the um, most of the like. Fields of 64 that I'm seeing are like what's going to happen right now if the season ended. D1 Baseball put one out the other day that was a projection uh, that I saw, and I thought that one was really, really good. Uh, it'd be competitive, but um, it, it's going to be really fun. And it has Southern Miss, uh, Miami, and no, Southern Miss, South Alabama, and Jackson State. And it's a competitive series. It's, yeah. But, you know, you're going to have one good team in the Having regional. Southern Miss come to town, uh, it'd, it'd be a fun one. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it's ideal, but I mean, we're we're better than Southern Miss. We have more depth than them, and although it might seem a little scary, you're gonna have a good two seed in your regional no matter what. So, yeah, might as well have them than Miami. Yeah, might as well have a fun team. So uh, between South Alabama and Jackson State, I think we can definitely handle them, and um, so should be a fun should be a fun regional if that's what we end up getting. And in that D1 baseball projection, we were projected to go up against the Charlotte Regional. Mm-hmm. So um, Super Regional could be. All but a cakewalk, maybe. Yeah, and um, I know there's been stuff going out about the attendance at the regional sites. Uh, I think I trust Mississippi State's ability to not count numbers accurately. <laughs> yeah. If I had to say anything about what I think attendance is going to be like, I am in no place to make this call, but I think we count numbers in cursive a lot. <laughs> and I would definitely say that we're going to... Um... Not break any records during regional play officially, but there will be upwards of uh, eleven thousand people at our games. <laughs> yeah, for fifty percent, pretty pretty safely, I I think. Yeah. Okay, so. and then one more, a little NFL draft. Uh, give me NFL draft takes. Um, give me your second best quarterback in the NFL draft. I'll just give you that one. Uh, so definitely, Trevor Lawrence is the number one. Yeah, getting go number one. And I don't understand why Justin Fields is dropping, but uh, he is the second best quarterback by far, if not the best. So, yeah, um, Mac Jones isn't a NFL prospect. That's going to be my NFL draft take. Yeah, can't trust Mac Jones with not seventeen yard wide open receivers. <laughs> yeah, uh, Justin Fields. I think the only person that has ever not believed in him before now has been Kirby Smart, who started Jake Fromm over him and caused him to transfer. Um, say what you want. All about- time cold take say what you you want about players transferring but he did what he had to do uh 
played in a national championship, put his name in the Heisman running for two years, and the dude is really good. Yeah. And he's going to be really good for a long time. So that's all that we're going to have for this episode. Obviously, we're not going to be back for a few weeks, uh, but we're looking forward to the day when we come back. At least we prefaced it, unlike last time. (laughs) Yeah, we're not just going to cut you guys off and uh, and not come back for six months, but um, we are looking forward to the day when we come back uh, for postseason play, looking forward to the end of the season, going into the SEC tournament, and then beyond. And uh, looking forward to a lot of really good baseball to end this year of 2021. So um, that's all that we have today, and we will see you guys back very, very soon. also not gonna be soon (laughs) in the grand scheme of life i think three weeks is pretty soon we're not gonna see him for like a month yeah we'll be here before that you can keep up with us on instagram good 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 season two good job